0: Somebody say, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Did everyone, oh boy. That's like, it reminds, what time is it? Okay. We got to be out of here by two. Yeah. Um, it just remind me of the preacher and the um, taxi driver that both arrived at Heaven's Gate at the same time. The preacher went in first and St. Peter was there waiting for him and St. Peter put a robe on him and it was nice and. He said, just stand over there. Taxi driver came up next. St. Peter put on this robe. It had gold stripes and silver and jewels on it. It was just almost blindingly beautiful. Preacher went back over to St. Peter. He said, "Uh, that guy's a taxi driver. And he got that, and I got this. And he said, oh, I explained that. He said, your preaching put a lot of people to sleep. His driving caused a lot of people to pray. <laughs> I'm delighted to be here with you this morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Let's all stand up. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And Andakobo Ebelilde, Yangahandu, Kusachi, Kebeno. Taba, Egre, Dren de, Mba ande. But Ostovrebe, Andogos Akade. The Lord sees your faithfulness, you, and you, and you, and you. But He's not finished with you yet. So just press on in, get all you can, and be quick to obey. Somebody say praise the Lord Father. Now, folks, we're, uh, we're, uh, we're a team now. Everybody say we're a team. Um, I'm a, member of the, a certified member of the John Maxwell team. And um, I like the word team. Everybody say team. And I always tell people when we're together, we want to all row in the same direction and move in the same direction. Amen. Amen. So we're a team right now. Our time is valuable. You took time to get cleaned up and come this morning. You spent money to get here. And uh, you could be doing a lot of things. Let's make the most of our time. Let's believe, and He can do it, that the Holy Spirit will speak to every single person in the room. And it won't be as important what I might say as what that voice behind the voice is saying to you. How many of you believe that today? So let's get in agreement. Father, we're asking, as Paul asked, for boldness, for unction. We're asking that you'd give us the words to speak, the wisdom, guidance, and direction to speak them so that every person here would leave with something more than what they came with. We're in agreement as a team, as a family today, as a gathering of your children. We come together and we're in agreement that you are going to do and have and say what you want to do have and say and we thank you for it in jesus name and everybody said amen you believe that say praise the lord you may be seated did everybody get one of these cards did everybody get one of these my wife will give you one if you didn't hold your hand up um i started doing this this past year and i'll make this short uh and i'm gonna pastor you okay I'm not a traveling evangelist, I'm a pastor. That's my wheelhouse, so I'm gonna pastor you. Pastor said, make yourself at home and do whatever you feel like the Lord's telling you to do, so we're gonna do just that. The, uh, the, uh, the tall card with the lines, I've always encouraged our people to take notes. It is a scientific fact that if you'll take notes, it'll cause you to pay attention to a greater degree. And if you'll take time to write some notes, it will be easier for you to remember in the future. There's something that's tied up, and I don't understand it, to your hand writing something down and your mind and your spirit. So you don't have to take notes, but if you want to, now you've got the card. Also, those the little card with a scripture on it. Every month we send out a, a letter of encouragement. I call them paragraphs of power uh, to people that are on our mailing list, and we give them send out a different card each month. Why do you do that? Well, when I first got saved, <clears throat> I was just led to the Holy Spirit. I didn't I didn't even know that there was a Holy Spirit, but it just seemed like a good idea to go get in the Bible and scriptures that I had read and that I liked. Like this one, 1 John 4, 4, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I wrote it down on a three by five card. And then I found Philippians 4:19 and 1 Peter 2:24 and on and on and on. And I had about 20 of them, 15 or 20, that I carried with a rubber band and carried in my back pocket. In the morning, I'd go through those scriptures and read those scriptures off. At lunchtime, I'd read those scriptures off, and before I'd go to bed, I'd read those scriptures off. Not knowing what I was doing, I just thought, well, that would be good to memorize these scriptures. What, what I did not know was the... Word begin to get down on the inside of me. The truth of the matter is, ladies and gentlemen, that if you'll take the time to pray in the spirit and confess God's word, you'll get to know God for yourself. Amen. So here we go. Y'all ready for this? All right, you're saying that. We'll see. <laughs> I'm sure you are. <clears throat> Mark the 16th chapter verse 15 does anybody remember what that says it says go Go ye into all the world. Ye all go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not will be damned. Those signs shall follow. These signs shall follow them that believe in my name. They'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. They'll lay hands on the sick. Take up serpents. Lay hands on the sick, and they'll recover. And so then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat down on the right hand of God. Uh, and uh, they went forth. Everybody say they went forth. They went forth and preached everywhere, the the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. So what? When you got born again, when you asked Jesus into your heart, the last thing that Jesus said to you before he went into heaven was, go into all the world. Everybody say go. I like what Buddy Harrison used to say. He said, two-thirds of God's name is go. Everybody say go. So we're to go into all the world. I can't speak for you, but I'm not interested in going to Africa. That's just not in my lane. Uh, I did go to Jamaica once, and it was good. But, uh, you know, I I get as far as Miami or, you you know, I'm just supposed to stay in my lane. You understand what I'm saying? However, the commandment was to go. So if I can't go, I'm supposed to send someone. I'm supposed to have the ability, the wisdom, knowledge, and grace to send others so they can go. And when they go, I'm going with them. Could I have an amen? Okay. So, if that's so, what I just said is so, and it is so, my number one job is to grow. My number one job as a born-again believer, you know, I... I I lost a half a pound about two months ago and I am cancer. Anyway, uh, my number one job is to grow. Everybody say this. Say, my number one job is to grow. That's my number one job, is to grow in every area of my life. You believe that? That's right. God wants us to blossom, grow, and be a blessing. Amen. It wasn't that long ago, I went to a painful divorce, and I was $250,000 in debt. That may not be a lot to you, but it sure seemed like a lot of money to me. But the Lord has brought us out, and I'm going to show you how this morning. You want to hear it? It's easy. Turn to somebody and say, it's easy. it's easy. Say it out loud. Say, I can do this. I can do this. pastor gave a good word when he received the offering. You know, a lot of churches we go to, they don't receive the offering. They don't even mention it. A lot of the churches today don't even, etc., etc. But what you don't preach, you're not going to have. And if the pastor doesn't believe it, his people aren't going to believe it. And if the pastor doesn't walk in it, the people aren't going to walk in it either. Ooh, this isn't my message, but this will help you. <clears throat> John Maxwell wrote a book. It's the number one leadership book in the world, second only to the Bible itself, called 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. Irrefutable. What do you mean irrefutable? It's, it's this way and no other way. One of the laws of leadership is the law of the lid. What that means is, um, in my family as a parent, a dad, in, our, in my wife's business, the, her hair salon, as a leader in any given, as, as leading this right now, this morning, this particular time, <clears throat> if I'm a five, the highest you'll ever go under me is a four. If I'm a seven, the highest you can go is a six. You with me? That's the law of the lid. You can't go any farther than the leader. However, a good leader's intention is to cause his people not only to reach that, if he's a seven, get them to the seven and move them on to the eight. You all with me? And that's part of our job, to grow. Amen. Everybody say, I'm going to grow. I'm going to grow. So I appreciate him taking some time to share the scriptures concerning the offering. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And people cannot grow. They can't grow spiritually. They can't grow intellectually. And they can't grow in God if they're not basing what they're doing on the scripture. So everybody say praise the Lord. So we're learning and we're growing. Y'all ready? Okay. (laughs) The... um, I'm going to invite you to uh, open your Bible to Mark chapter 26. I'm going to fire hose you. What do you mean? I'm just going to spit a lot of stuff out. Y'all ready? I want to encourage you to take some notes. You'll be glad you did. How can I trust God? The only way I can trust God is to get to know Him personally. I like what Oral Roberts said. It's not enough that Oral Roberts knows God's a healer. I need to know God's a healer for myself. Amen. And the only way I can get to know God is through the Word. Not all of my experiences, because all of my experiences may not line up with the Word of God. I don't know if you've ever been sick, but I've been sick. And I don't know if you've ever been big sick. I've been big sick. And I'm telling you, that didn't line up with the Scripture. I'm not supposed to be sick. I'm not supposed to be poor. I'm not supposed to be done. I'm supposed to be growing and flowing and I'm supposed to be a blessing to all the people around me. And if I grow, if I grow, that's where I'm gonna go. Amen? Amen. Y'all with me? Okay. Here in Mark chapter four, Jesus is speaking in verse 26, So is the kingdom of God as if a man should cast seed into the ground. He'd sleep and rise night and day, and the seed would spring up. He doesn't know how. You know, Jesus many times said, Don't be afraid, just believe. It was your faith that made you whole. If your object is, your uh, objective is to try and figure out how God's going to do everything in your life, you're going to make a mistake. Amen. Amen. You don't need to try and figure out. You can't explain the new birth or the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's a whole lot of stuff in the Bible that we can't explain. Amen. We're just supposed to believe. So the kingdom of God, he plants the seed. He doesn't know how it's going to, what's all, he's not digging in there. He doesn't know. But he knows that if he plants it, it's going to grow. Everybody say, it's going to grow. Okay. Verse 28. For the earth brings forth fruit of herself. Oh, maybe I got another tongue. Fruit of herself first the blade, then the ear. After the the full corn in the ear, when the fruits brought forth, immediately he puts in the sickle because the harvest has come. We have a lot of sowers. We don't have a lot of reapers. One of my greatest tasks at a, as a pastor over the years. It wasn't hard to get people to give money. If we had, we said, you know, brother so and so is over in the, uh, you know, I don't know, Brazil. We need to send him something. It wasn't, people would do that. Amen. When we received offerings, it wasn't hard to get people to give and sow. My task was as a pastor to get them to receive the return that was already theirs. It's going to have an amen. And you can't tell me, you can't look me in the eye and say, well, I'll tell you what, I've been going to church. I'm a word of faith person. And I've been sowing seed for years and years and years. And I got everything I got. I'm as far as I can go. I'm out of debt. I got money in the bank. Hello, now you all going like this. <laughs> Somebody help me out. Say amen. 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 That's why I want to help you today. Because I want you to reap your harvest. You know, the Lord reminded me of something. I don't know when this was. A couple of months ago. This spring, the Lord said, we, we'd been in some meetings with Jerry Seville. And, and um, he's laid hands on us a couple of times and spoken the anointing for supernatural increase on you. Well, that doesn't mean anything if you don't do something with it. Remember this, only doers get results. Say that, only doers, only doers. get results. So I began to do that. What do you mean? I began to say the anointing for supernatural increase is on me. That's how you activate your faith in any given area. You don't just say, hands are laid on me. That's nice. Thank you very much. What's next? What's next? You begin to say, hands are laid on me. I believe I receive the anointing for supernatural increase or whatever. Amen. You begin to say that and say that and say that. And, and, and it begins to get in your mind and renew it. It begins to get down in your spirit. You begin to believe. <clears throat> I got the anointing for supernatural increase. That's not something I go around and tell people. I'm not bragging or anything. I'm saying that for me. So that I can activate my faith in that. So that I can have supernatural increase in my life. What is supernatural increase? Well, that means that I'm going to get more, be blessed more, than just what I deserve and just what uh, everybody else is getting. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you can go places and do things that others can't go if you'll trust God. amen amen Amen. everybody say I'm blessed blessed. so if you believe something that belief can guide you and help you make wise decisions um just recently I I I just I, I just started saying this out of my mouth I'm a wise businessman if you can have what you say, and Jesus said you could, uh, in Mark 11:23, 23, I'd just start saying, I'm a wise businessman. You might go, are you? I'd go, yeah. <laughs> do you believe it? Yeah, I believe it more today than I did a few months ago. What do you mean you believe it more today than a few months ago? because I keep saying I'm a wise businessman I'm a wise businessman there's a great business book in the Bible it's called the book of Proverbs so I begin to meditate on that and study that not bragging on me it's just that I want to grow and I need to grow in that area too so I've been saying I'm a wise businessman I'm a wise businessman I seek wisdom and guidance and counsel from my heavenly Father from the Word I always obey the Holy Spirit within me I know what I'm doing you got to watch what you say turn to somebody and say you got to watch what you say i'm telling you you got to watch what you say you got to watch what you say because what you say is headed your way whether you whether you believe it or not it's true everybody say it's true oh you, you guys are too easy so he said where, verse 30 where are we going to liken the kingdom of god or with what comparison shall we compare it it's like a grain of mustard seed when it's sown in the earth is less than all the seeds that are in the earth When it's sown, it grows up. I marked that a long time ago. When it's sown, it grows up. I'm a smart businessman. When it's sown, it grows up. Every time you say something out of your mouth, you're planting a seed. I'm a wise businessman. I know what I'm doing. Do you get it? Every word you speak, you're speaking, you're sowing a seed. So I start saying, I'm a wise businessman. What about that, Ross? Are you a wise businessman? The answer is, I'm a wise businessman. If you don't falter and don't say anything that negates what you've been saying, what you've been saying will happen to you. You all with me? You got me doing two sermons here, okay? Behave yourselves, okay? Okay. verse 31. This isn't my message, okay? I want to get to my message, but we need to get a little foundation here. It's like a grain of mustard seed. When it's sown in the earth, is less than all the seeds that be in the earth. But when it's sown, it grows up and is greater than all the herbs. It shoots out great branches so that the fowls of the air may lodge under the shadow of it. My prosperity, my prosperity not only affects me, it affects the people around me my prosperity as it grows not only causes me to grow but it I become a blessing to my family and the people that I'm connected with I can be a blessing to them y'all with me so it's not just about me it is about me but it's not just about me okay it's about me and the people that I have contact with okay you can't give it if you ain't got it and you can't bless others if you're not blessed amen you guys want some more of this or yeah. you know I got some other sermons here okay you got to help me out so we began to build a flow now water flows to the place of least resistance if you don't believe me t- take your hose out and put it in the driveway or somewhere in your yard and turn on the water that water is going to flow. This is good. That water is going to flow to the place of least resistance. Amen. If you see a ditch somewhere, the water's going down there. That's the pl- the ditch isn't trying to keep it out; it just lets it flow. And so that's what Colleen and I want to do, was to begin to build a flow. Now it may start out as a teardrop or a, a you know a, a thimbleful, but that's better than what we had before. Could I have an amen? You know, I've heard people saying you probably have too. Well, I don't believe in that hundred return okay as your friend as your friend i'd say what could you believe for could you believe for onefold? sure got quiet in this presbyterian church could you believe for twofold could you a lot of people don't know where their faith is i'm not judging i, I didn't either they're still i'm still learning and growing in this but a lot of times people think their faith's over here when it's really right here i remember george pearson tells a story about they sewed their house and they were all excited they sewed a whole house it was paid for yippee and now it's a week it's a day it's a month it's two months it's put some of these in the car honey we've got company coming Two months, three months, you know, and they haven't got their house yet. So they went to Brother Kenneth and he, he said, well, what's going on? It's been two years. We just don't have our house. We sowed our house in faith. He said, he, Well, this is good. He said, "We ha- we he Kenneth said, You had the faith to sow the house, but your faith wasn't there to receive the house. Woo! Good for us. That was what the problem was, or one of our problems as a pastor. It wasn't the fact that people didn't want to sow. We needed to get them in a position to receive. God. And I started to say this a minute ago. Thank you, Lord. <clears throat> the Lord said, how many seeds have you sown? I think, what? What? I don't know. How about, how about since you went to Ramah? 1978. 77. How many seeds have you sown in ministries, in causes, in people? How many seeds have you sown? Have you harvested all those seeds? If I'd harvest all those seeds, I could, I could buy the United States of America. So could you. Could I have an amen? So we've got to start somewhere. We've got to start somewhere. I like what one pastor said. He said, you know, God's favorite verse in the Bible is in the New Testament. I said, it is. He said, yeah, God's favorite b- verse in the New Testament is 3 John 2. Beloved, because he loves you. I'm telling you, he loves you. Beloved, I wish, I pray is what it says. I pray above all, everything else that you, be, that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Interesting note, you can't go if you ain't got the money. You can't go if you're sick. Could I have an amen? Amen. God wants you blessed. Now, here's something I like to say. I like to say, I'm rich. I like to say, I'm healthy, wealthy, and wise. I said it this morning. When did you say it? It was one of the things I said before I got out of bed. I like to quote scriptures. I'm reminding myself of who I am and who God is. Does it help? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Your faith grows. Your confidence grows. Now, a lot of people are in church. They don't know God. There's folks that are born again In the family, they don't know God. I've worked for different corporations and people over the years. I never met the president. You can be in the family and not get to know the father. How am I doing today? Is this where I was supposed to be? Isn't that true? You can be a born-again Christian and not know God for yourself. When God doesn't heal everybody, you don't know him. God's not going to bless everybody. You don't know him. Here's one. One of the greatest lies the enemy's put on the church. And it's preached everywhere. You see it on billboards and everything else. And I hope I don't hurt your feelings, but this will help. You know, a wise man receives rebuke and instruction, right? It's a fool that doesn't. Amen. I've been that fool. I'm trying to be the wise man. God's in control. Have you ever heard that? Have you ever heard that? God's in control. My first thought when I heard that was, man, if God's in control, he killed a bunch of my buddies in Vietnam. He's murdering babies by the millions every year. If he's doing all that, I don't know if I even want to serve him. Because if he's doing all that, he might zap me too. Those people don't know God. Good to have an amen. How am I doing back there in the sound with Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. You all having a good time? okay so we're gonna give God something to work with y'all with me and we're gonna go on a little journey we're gonna activate our faith in the next few minutes we're gonna go over some things I like what Keith Moore says don't let it be too easy for you okay amen thank you Lord if the pastor or anybody says the word prosperity and this goes up in your thinking it's because you haven't got it on the inside of you yet. You think you do, but you don't. Pastor gets up and says, I'm going to teach on First Peter 2.24. We're going to talk about healing this morning. And your first reaction is, oh, I know that. The reason your reaction was that is it's not on the inside of you. I may shout in a minute. Because when it's on the inside, let me put it this way. Last night we went to a lovely meal at McDonald's, okay? And I didn't get the cheese like he said. No, where's the place you took us? Evangelines. I highly recommend that place. Oh man, that's where you want to go. We had a lovely dinner, I must say, a lovely dinner. I enjoyed every bite. Great place, smart, smart waitress, everything. It was just, it was perfect, is what it was. It was fantastic. No, it wasn't good. It was perfect. I know I like you too, buddy. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't always take you to places like that. That was awesome. That was awesome. Fantastic. Okay. Um, well, what was I going to say about that? I start, Oh, uh, I've had a steak before. I had a steak last night. I've had steak before. I've had steak a couple of times over the years. <clears throat> when I saw on the menu, they had filet mignon, and that's my, well, a porterhouse is my favorite. But filet, that's why I like, anyway, filet mignon I didn't go. I've had that before. Come on. I'm gonna have the catfish. Uh, anyway, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm just messing mm-hmm. with you. But, 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 I saw that Come on. steak. Why? Because it's, uh, my my mind's been renewed to filet mignon. Uh, my whole body's renewed. I'm renewed to that. It's on the inside of me. I don't even think twice about it. I got excited. Here's the point I want to make. We're going to receive the offering. If your first reaction is, and he said it, they're trying to get my money. The reason you have that reaction is, it's not got a hold of you yet. It's not on the inside of you. Amen. Because when it gets on the inside of you, what I'm getting ready to do, I get excited. Yeah. I get excited. We used to announce that at North Bay. People would get up and run around the room, scream, holler. Yeah. Amen. I'd tell people, you do not need to cast the devil out of anybody. Bring him to church during the worship and praise. That will scare the hell out of him. Yes. <laughs> you like that. I knew you'd like that. He hasn't said a word the whole service. I said that, and he goes, yeah, yeah, I like this guy. <laughs> Go to heaven, amen. No, it's true. It's true. They start talking prosperity or money, and that bothers you. That bothers you. The reason is, we love you, not judging. Used to be the same way. It's not on the inside of you. That's it. Amen. You want a little more? Okay, I'm going to close, but i got several closings. We're not going to take the time to go to all these scriptures. We can't, but if you write them down and study them later, here's what you do. And here's how you get, begin a flow. Number one, be a tither. Now, Pastor makes a good confession. I know everybody here is a tither. That's what I'd say if I was him, too. That may or may not be true. Because he said, bring all the tithes into the storehouse. Proverbs 3, bring the first fruits. Or tithe, you know. Don't don't get all goofed up on. Well, is the first fruits the tithe? Bring the ten percent. If you're a Christian and you've been Christian more than a year, you ought to be doing more than ten percent. Could I have an amen? Good preaching. You ought to add another percent every year. Two percent. I like what Buddy Harrison, he was a pastor, used to say. He said, "My goal is to to tithe." And I know tithe is 10%, but to take 90% off the top and live on the 10. Well, I like that kind of thinking. I said, I like that kind of thinking. That's what I'd like to do. That's what I'd like to do. So we practice increasing the amount that we take off the top. Amen. Why? Number one, I know God why I found out what he said in his word why I acted upon it why I know it's going to come to pass I can trust God so Malachi 3 and a lot of people don't know this actually Malachi is written to preachers to shepherds to pastors he's telling them God's saying you need to teach minister tithing brother Hagan was at a church for a couple of years and he felt like the Lord moved him away and in, in Van Texas and he was out on the field or he was at another church and the Lord said, I need you to go back to Van Texas and he goes back to Van Texas I was there for I think he was there two or three years I'm not sure but he said go back to van I was there I he goes you need to go back and ask those people to forgive you he said ask them to forgive me He said yeah you didn't teach him on tithing and giving People get into a fuss. I'm just gonna go a little further. People get into a fuss. What's tithing? Old Testament, New Testament. You're trying to get out of something that you should do with joy, like and fear is the root of that. I love you, I'm not trying to be mean, I'm just being honest. Tithing, I'm honoring God. If I make $500 a week and my tithe is 50. When I bring my tithe in, when I pay my tithe, I'm saying, Father, I wanna say thank you. I appreciate the fact. There was a time in my life when I didn't have a car. I was a grown man. I didn't have a car, and I only ate a baked potato and peas every day. And I liked the small peas, the petite peas. And the other peas were 69 cents. I didn't have enough money. I'd been driving a 74, or 75, uh, Isaiah 50. I'd been driving a BMW IL, brand new, expensive car. I'd had good cars, lived in a good house, went through a divorce. And I'm in Publix grocery store, Panama City Beach. I don't have enough money to get the good peas. I could get the baked potato, and I had to get the cheap peas. I didn't have the dollar nineteen, so I know from whence I came. I know what I'm talking about, okay. So I know what that is like. But I also know there's another side to that. That if you'll stick with God, stick. Tithing protects my seed. Tithing protects my seed. You can't sow if you don't this is big boy faith but you guys are word of faith you sit under this man so I know you already know this I'm just here to water the seed could I have a good amen so Malachi chapter 3 verse 8 through 14 Hebrews 7 that whole whole chapter is talking about the fact that Jesus Christ is a high priest after the order of Melchizedek And they brought tithe to Melchizedek. Don't let anybody talk you out of honoring God with your tithe. It's a privilege. I make $500 a week. I got my $50. What I'm saying to God is, you've entrusted me with $500 a week. I brought you that tithe. And I'm just saying, thank you. Pay attention now. Thank you for what you've entrusted with me with so far. There's your tithe. I'm also saying not only thank you. Ooh, this is good. I'm also saying, Lord, you can trust me with more. Could I have a good amen? amen. Am I helping anybody? You want, just a couple of you. You want a little more? How am I doing, Pastor? Okay, all right. Proverbs 3, 6 says, In all thy ways acknowledge him. <clears throat> I've seen people shout, run around the room, sweat, spit, gag, everything else. But they weren't tithers. They weren't sewers. The thing about money that the enemy has put on people or tries to put on people is it's the one thing you got to have to live. Hello? You got to have money. You couldn't turn the... I, I couldn't... Hello? You can't get out across the street. Let alone be a blessing to anybody. You can't take nobody to McDonald's if you ain't got the money. Hello, am I right? Is that correct? Amen. Amen. I'm honoring God. I'm thankful. I like the fact when he said we're going to receive the offering, you guys didn't just sit there like lumps. I almost jumped up and went, Wow, glory to God. I got my money here today. I brought my money. I brought my seed today. I'm sowing into, into a good work. Amen. Amen. And I don't care if they paint the carpet purple. I don't care if he buys a Cadillac. I don't care. That's another thing. When you, oh, I'm gonna, when you sow your seed, let go. Well, I want to know where my money's going. That's where you're choking your return. You keep saying it's your money. When you, how am I doing, sis? When you give to God, it's His money. He may use river, as, river Church as a funnel, but when you give it to God, let go. I don't care what they do with them. I couldn't care less. It's not my money. It's in God's hands. He can't multiply it. She can't multiply it. The board can't multiply it. But Almighty God can multiply the seed I'm sowing. Go to heaven. an Amen. amen. Say, everybody say, thank God I'm a tither. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It'll take you through places that you couldn't normally go yourself. I like what Dwight Thompson said. He said, the reason that the Holy Spirit can't move through a lot of full gospel churches any more than he can and has to squeeze his way in is because three-quarters of the people in the full gospel church don't tithe and they all are living under an open, a closed heaven. How am I doing? He said he'd open the windows of heaven i'm the you guys know me. I'm the kind of guy I need to be under an open heaven <laughs> I don't need any I have no business under a closed heaven. Praise the Lord. be a tither. Now you might say, is that an order? No, I'm talking to you as a brother in the Lord. I like what somebody said asked Jerry Seville. this was the other day he called him. And he said, uh, Jerry, why do you tithe? And he said, because it works. (laughs) Amen. A little more? Amen. Number two, remove the limiters. Mark 4, verse 32 says, When it is sown, it grows. As long as my money is in my hand. Now I'm paying my tithe. Now I'm paying my tithe. Now I want to talk about sowing. You can't talk about sewing if you haven't paid. You understand? I like when one guy said a long time. He goes, you don't pay, you can't play. Well, I'm going to go a step further. People would want to see me and receive counsel or ask me questions as a pastor. If you call me back in the day and said I need to make an appointment, I need to talk to you, I'd ask, I'd say, fine, or they, you know, they'd set it up. And uh, I'd say, Susan, that was my secretary, check the records, find out if they're tithers or not. What? That's none of your business. No, I didn't check the records. I don't care about that. I just preach the gospel. That's not my job. However, if they're not honoring God with their 10%, that's the biggest part of their problem hello oh we're going to church and so i know i appreciate it i'm just going by what the scripture says i'm just going by what the scripture says and so i'd have people in the course they when they want to talk and they might go 20 minutes telling you the whole thing it's okay been there done that <clears throat> and i'd say you tie they go no now these people who've been going to church for a while this wasn't somebody's brand new off the street see and I knew they didn't. You pay your tithe? Your tithe? No. I go, there's your answer. Next. <laughs> People say, that's harsh. I'm trying to help you. I'm not trying to get anything from you. I don't need your money. Let me say that again. I don't need your money. I'm not bragging I don't. I didn't come here for an offering. Okay? Whether I get an offer or not, it's inconsequential. I'm here on assignment. So don't be fearful that I'm trying to get your money. I don't don't want your money. I want you to get some money. I want you to get some money. Amen. Take the limiters off. As long as it's in my hand, it'll only go as far as I can go. I put it in God's hand. There's no limit. We used to have people stop by the church office. Man, you wouldn't think losing a half pound would be that much. I'm gonna have to buy new pants. Uh, uh, um, We'd have people stop by the office in the middle of the week and run in because they were serious about it. Had a guy come in one time with $19,000 cash. He ran in and threw it on the desk. He goes, here, take that. I gotta get it out of my hands. We have. We're going to see the offering. People go like this. They bring the offering down and put it in the bucket and do this. You know, in Las Vegas, he. I'm not. He told me this. That the dealers, that the, the dealers, the dealers when they're when they're relieved from dealing cards, they do this. So that the eye in the sky, the cameras on them, can see they didn't have any cards or steal any chips. We had people come stop by the church and go, I, I got to get this out of my hand. We said, we're going to receive our offering this morning. People throw the money down. Come down. They couldn't wait for the bucket to be passed. They had to get up there and get it off the, get it out of the hand. Why? Because as long as it's in my hand, it's not in God's hand. And you say, what difference does it make? It's in my hand for 24 hours. Glory to God. When it could have been in his hand for that 24 hours. Could I have an amen? Isn't that good? Thank you, Holy Ghost. Yeah, people say, I can't, I, well, I'll bring it you know, next week and stuff, or I'll get it to tell you and stuff. It's still in your hand. You get it in God's hand, that's another day or two that He's working. How am I doing, baby? Write this down. Maybe you know this. Open a God account. This is still part of, take the limiters off. Open a God account. What's that? Get your checking account and put money in it. That money is only touched as the Lord leads you. You can't spend it on bills. You can't buy something with it. It's the Lord's money. You'd be amazed if you begin to do that how that you'll begin, you'll have your antenna up looking for opportunities to sow. It will help you grow in learning to hear from the Lord and you'll mature in that amen all of us not just you all of us all of us me too open a God account I don't know what it cost to open a check account I don't know if you don't have that kind of I don't know is it 50 bucks to open one or 25 so believe God for that money not your tithe believe God that for that money open a God account Lord that's your money I won't touch it and well, that's what we did he said he'll bless your storehouses your barns will be filled with plenty. Your presses burst forth with new wine. Proverbs 3. Well, if you ain't got no presses or no storehouses, yet, yeah, hello, so we did that. We opened a God account and believe God for extra to come in. Everybody say extra. Extra. Extra to come in. And that money's the Lord's. And it's only touched at His direction. Amen. Number three. Acts 20, 20, 30, Acts 20, 35 says it's more blessed to give than to receive. Have you heard somebody say that? Now, there's some folks that know what that means, and they go, man, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Or you got other folks that are on the other side of the coin go, now, you know, brother, it's more blessed to give than to receive. Well, let me explain that to you. It's not hard. I'm believing God for a bicycle, okay? I'm not. But if I was believing God for a bicycle. And I won't be. If I was believing God for a bicycle, <clears throat> and the Lord put it on your heart to give me a so bicycle, okay? For me, on my end, the transaction is complete. I was believing for a bicycle. I start saying motorcycle. That would be different, wouldn't it? Okay? I was believing God for a, 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 you know, a bicycle. I believed I received it and I got my bicycle for me the transaction is over but for him he's the one that sowed the bicycle the supernatural process of supernatural increase has been activated for him the transaction has just begun and he will receive from God, as far as God He allows God to bless him. That's why I like somebody says, well, "I don't believe in hundredfold return." Okay, okay, okay. I don't care. Makes no difference to me. But what could you reach? What could you believe for? When I first got saved and and started paying ties and sowing seed, I made a mistake in a Bible study one time, saying, "You know, when I when I sow, this is back during charismatic revival and stuff," and uh, uh, I said, "You know, when I sow." Um, well, oh, because somebody said, we sow because we love the Lord. Okay. Okay. That's kindergarten, though. I need to go on beyond that. I do love the Lord. But you know, brother, we give because we There's that whine in that voice. You know, sister, we give because we love the Lord. Yes, I love the Lord. But. Everybody say, but. But. No, can't, no, no, no. You said, but. You have to say, but. Yeah, one more time. But, okay, he said if you give, if you sow, you're going to reap. If you give, it'll be given unto you. Good measure, press down, shake it together. He's talking about love. Yes, we'll take the word love out and put anything else in there. If you give something to God, he'll multiply it back to you. Every seed produces after its own kind. I expect a harvest when I sow my seed. I didn't tithe this morning. That wasn't tithe. That was seed we sowed. Okay, well, we don't just throw it in the bucket. And here's our money. Here's our seed. No, 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 no. Well, I sowed the seed into the kingdom of God. I release my faith. I'm expecting that seed to grow. There was a time when I couldn't afford the peas, so I wasn't sowing no seeds. You hear me? Yeah. I'm thankful that this morning I can sow some seeds. Are you all with me on this? But I'm expecting a return. Well, we sow because we love the Lord. I do love the Lord. I wouldn't even be here today if I didn't love the Lord. But he said, if I give, it'll be given back. He said, if I sow, I would reap. Could I have an amen? How am I doing? Is this okay? Am I encouraging you? All right, I want to. It is more blessed to give. The process of increase begins when I sow. That seat. Now, you can write these scriptures down. James 5.16, Job 42.10, Proverbs 11.23 and 24 in the Passion Bible. You see, it's the law of reciprocation. What I want to happen to me, I make happen for others. What I want to happen for me, I make happen for others for others reciprocation is a mutual exchange it's a return of the same kind or of like value <clears throat> it's an alternating motion it begins a process i'll boil it down to this you want friends be friendly you want somebody to take care of your yard you take care of somebody else's yard you want to reap money you sow money you want kindness you want huh, you want grace Sow grace. You need mercy? Sow mercy. It's the law of reciprocation. And that works for people whether you're in or out of the kingdom. It just works. Let's work it and make it work for us. Amen. Almost done. Number four, you're going to reap what you sow. Galatians chapter 6 verse 7 says, Be not deceived, God's not mocked, for whatever a man sows, that's what he's going to reap. And usually when that's said, it's like, yeah, so-and-so did this and that. You know what a man So That's what he's going to read. God's not mocked. There's such anger behind all that. <laughs> Hello, am I right? You ever done anything wrong? You know, God's going to... You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's usually got that dark connotation. You know, brother. Oh, yeah. Let's let's what do you say? What do you say? Finally. Finally. I, we have a miscommunication. I work alone. I work alone. Finally they're gonna get what they deserve. <laughs> that sounds a little angry too, I'll tell you that right now. I, I don't know. I, I uh, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I don't know. I I get lots of opportunities to get people nailed. I didn't. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, anyway, it's like driving, grabbing a dog by the ears. Proverbs says. You know. i mind my own business. Anyway, thank you, Pastor, for that enlightenment. <laughs> no, you're right. <clears throat> you're gonna reap what he so said. God's not mine. If you sow in ones, you can expect to be returned in ones. If you sow fives, you can expect fives to come back. You sow hundreds, you can expect it to come back in hundreds or thousands. If you sow tomato seeds, you're not going to get corn, you're gonna get tomatoes. If you sow bean seeds, you're gonna get beans. If you sow money, you can expect a return on your money. Now, I don't know about you, but I get that. I've sown in ones and I do, I have sown in ones, okay? But I've also learned that to believe God on the ones I've sowed, if I got a five and I had some seed, I could sow a five and believe God for fives to come back and not in ones because God's not mocked. What I sow, I'm gonna reap. That's right. So I don't know about you. For me, the wise thing to do is believe God for the, if I got the ones, that's good. Let's believe God for two ones. Let's believe God for three ones. Let's believe God for a five or a ten or a hundred. Kevin Durant, you guys know Kevin and Annie Durant? He said something to me about two years ago. We were on the phone and he said, Ross Roberts, you're the hundred dollar man. I said, what do you mean? He said, you used to, you'd go to camp meeting and you'd carry hundred dollar bills with you. And he said, you'd see me on the, in, the, in the elevator someplace, you know, and shake my hand and put a $100 bill in it. And I used to do that. I enjoy that. Oh, there's just nothing like it. So much fun. And so uh, he said, you're the $100 man. I said, thanks, man. But I immediately thought, man, I, 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 I that's good. I need to be the $1,000 man. See, I want to grow. I want to grow. I want to grow. That's my goal. To show off. No, I embrace humility. I resist pride. I want God to get glory in my life. Let me put it this way. I need God to get glory in my particular life. Amen. Could have had an amen. Amen. You get that? So, God's not mocked. What you sow, you're going to reap. Sow small, you reap small. Now, some people get offended at that. Wait a minute. I, you sow you so where you are. I'm not here to pressure you and to talk you into anything. You sow where you are, but keep believing God to grow. That's all. That's all. You give me another one. Give me five more minutes. Who give me five? Anybody give me five? Hold your hand up. Five? Oh, I got five. I got 10 over here. 10, 15. Okay. Number five. Ladies, number five. Yeah, so just set some goals. See yourself as a bigger blessing. Amen. Yeah. Number five is there's no fear. Philippians 4, 19. You know what that says? This is what the Lord told me to do. That's a couple weeks ago. He said, I want you to do this. Point towards heaven and say, do this when you Say, my God, my God, supplies, God all my supplies all my need according to his riches and glory, to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now I started doing this. In fact, in my newsletter, I put that out. I said, now read this again. Raise your hand and say, My God supplies all my need according is rich glory by Christ Jesus. Because in Psalm 75, it says that promotion comes neither from the east nor the west nor from the south. But the north isn't mentioned. Why? God lives in the third heaven in the north. My God, whoo, my God supplies all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm pointing towards heaven to remind myself God is the total source of my supply. He may use somebody else or something else, but he's the source of my supply. It, get that in you, it will take the fear out of what that Dickens is going on in the world today. Now, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but the Word of Faith camp, we ought to be the camp, the group of people that everybody else loves, wants to be around and hang around because we're all rich and healed and doing something big for God. Got to have an amen. Let me say that again. We should be the shining stars. Amen. I was in a, what time do you guys get out of here? I'm wrapping this up. When you get finished, okay. Well, I'll hurry up here. Um, um, I was in a church planting growth seminar up here in Birmingham, as a matter of fact. And uh, it was a three-day thing. My son was there and some other friends of mine, and they said, Oh, please go. You'll like this. So I went. I went. And uh, one of the services they were talking about planting churches, they said, We have 85 $85 million in the bank to plant churches all over the world. And I walked out of there like this. I thought the word of faith camp, here were the guys believing hundredfold return and everything else. We preach prosperity. And we don't have $85 in the bank to start another church. $85 million. We should be the bright and shining stars. Amen. That People should go down the road, past our church, and go, good Lord, look at all those new cars. They must be a word of faith church. There's not a Chevrolet in the parking lot. Everybody say Cadillac. That's what we used to say when I we said, we're going to receive this morning's offering. Everybody shout Cadillac. There was a guy named, there was a guy named uh, Reverend Ike on the radio. Man, I liked him, man. You can't lose with the stuff I use. But he'd say, everybody shout Cadillac. And I thought, that just sounds so cool. Because when I was a kid, Cadillac was king. You know, yeah, We didn't know anything about no Mercedes Benz or no, but Cadillac. Yeah. Everybody shout Cadillac. Cadillac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shate, is that right? I said, we're going to receive this morning's offering. Everybody shout Cadillac. I like that kind of stuff. Anyway, there's no fear if I believe that God's going to supply all my need. How do you get there, Brother Ross? I begin to say it. And every time something comes up, a bill, whatever, I say out of my mouth, my God's supplying all my need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. You say it long enough, you'll believe it. You believe it strong enough, you'll walk in it. Amen. Amen. Number six, be a sower, Isaiah 55, 10. God gives seed to the sower my wife and I are always looking for places and people and things that we can sow into those three kids your three kid your three children today okay I usually give 20 I didn't have that with me today but um I like to give kids money or you know whatever give them here here's $20 bill here's $10 bill what you do that for? It pays to obey God. Those kids didn't get up this morning and go, oh, I want to go here, Brother Ross. They don't know who I am from Adam's Alfox. But they did what their parents were told, told them to do. And they came to church and they were sitting there and they were very friendly and et cetera, et cetera. But even if they didn't sit there and friendly, that's all the more reason for me to sow something into them because I know how they feel. I didn't want to necessarily be here myself. So anyway, <laughs> I'm kidding. So anyway, yeah, yeah. And, and, and they will, they'll remember that. See, uh, you're going to leave this, this meeting, and they, somebody might say, Well, what did he talk about? I don't know. But he was throwing bills around all over the place. People remember something that's visual. Could I have an amen? Yeah, yeah. What do you say? I don't know, and I don't like him. But he did throw money all over the floor. I, what did he do that for? I don't know. He's the liberace of gospel or something. I don't know. <laughs> Elvis Presley of gospel I don't know but we begin to look for places to sow seeds now listen to me my fellow teammates it doesn't always have to be money you be the one to greet everybody else you be the one to be friendly on the on the job you get out of the boat first you know Peter got all the reward and all the mm, because he was the one that got out of the boat now, don't you know that the rest of the guys go, man, I wouldn't get out of that don't you matter what you talking about. We, can't, water, we can't, can't walk on the, you can't walk on the bathtub, let alone. The what are you talking about? It's raining, it's, it's raining stuff, and you don't even know if it's Jesus. You said, hey, if it's you, we don't know who it is or what that is about, who's out there, that could be a spirit. Don't you know that's what everybody was saying? They, nobody was going, hey, man. Well, some smart alley goes, yeah, go out there, and walk on the water, go ahead. But he was, you know, they're probably, get, probably get, what? Yeah, Jesse Rich would have said that. Yeah, go out and walk on the water, stupid. Anyway. Buddy got out of the boat. And he got, you know, he got top billing on that. Everybody talks about Peter walking on the water. Amen. Now, the rest of the guys could have got out of the boat and walked too. But it ain't half as big deal to God when you're following somebody else. There's nothing like being the first one out of the boat, there's nothing like we're gonna. And I'm, I'm trying to make this up. You know, we're gonna lay hands on anybody wants our hands laid on. Back in the day. <clears throat> They said, we're going to lay hands on anybody whose hands laid on them. I would have walked over you. I would have pushed you out of the way. I was the first one down there. I wasn't bragging on me, but I wanted to get as much as I can, as fresh as I could. It wasn't a matter of pride. I wanted to get mine, and I'd step over you to get mine. That's how serious I was about getting mine. Could I have had an amen. It's only doers that get results. So don't wait for everybody else to do it. When it comes to praising the Lord, don't wait till everybody... Don't wait for them to say, now we want you to lift your hand, praise the Lord. Bless God if you love the Lord. Raise your hand and praise Him. They say, we're going to sing a song. Good, and I'm going to sing real loud. You can't sing. I know I'm making a joyful noise. I'm scriptural today. I'm going to be singing loud. Amen. I want to encourage you in that. There's great joy. Great joy and satisfaction It's not waiting for everybody else, but you. And so when you go to work or go to church, don't wait for everybody to come shake your hand. Come on. You be the one that shakes their hand. You be the one that encourages somebody. It's not just money. That's what we're talking about today. But it's not just money. It's being encouragement. It's saying hi. It's being kind. It's being merciful. It's resisting judgment. And on and on and on. Turn to somebody and say, I can do this. Turn to somebody else and say, you ought to. Be a sower. Number seven, get connected. Get connected. If I was holding my own meeting, I'd feel more comfortable about what I'm going to say. <clears throat> but I'm in somebody's church. In Proverbs 1320, it talks about if you want to be wise, walk with wise men. Stay away from fools. They're toxic. Um, that's why I don't watch the news. They they had the news on. I wanted to go turn that crap off. I'm trying to eat my breakfast. The insanity of the world. Now, who's behind that? Jesus Christ and all that crap? My mom's not here, so I can say crap. Uh, All that junk? Hello? No, Satan's behind all that. He's behind the news. Hello? It's all lies. It's all lies, okay? So I don't feed on that. Because then, like Andy Durant said, I can't listen to that because then I got to use my faith, which I was using over here. Now I got to use my faith to get that out of my head, that garbage. So I just avoid it. But he that wants to be wise walks with wise men. When I connect, when I sow into a church, pastor, specifically uh, uh, a ministry, I am tangibly connecting to that ministry so if that ministry wins the loss wins fifty people on judgment day on reward day I get the same reward that Joe Morris got all these people that you sow into that they're all over the world okay all over the world except the folks on the yacht I think we're I don't even think we're on the yacht I think we're on our jet flying over we're flying over waving at everybody down there okay that's how I see it enjoying a Uh, a cold beverage a Perrier with a slice of lime and crushed ice. We're flying over and throwing a kiss. Anyway (laughs) That's that's how I see it. I don't know how you see it. That's how I'm seeing. That's where my face at But all these people we sow into them. I'm connected to them So the rewards they get I get because they can't do what they're doing if I'm not doing my part. It's like the sound man. He gets the same reward for him, Joe Morris, or anybody else is here. Anybody here. You get the same reward because they can't do their job if you're not doing your job, the greeter at the door. Every person, every person, if you move the chairs, if you pick something up, you do anything. You, You encourage other people. Anything in the ministry in the church, you get the very same reward that the person that was up here gets because they can't be up here if they have to be at the door or pick up the y'all with me on that? Don't you ever under mess under mess under mess underestimate the power of the seed and the goodness of God. And nobody does anything little in the kingdom of God, everything is counted. And important and thank you for all your help all of you that help so you get connected glory to God I think I'm done the law of increase Proverbs 13 20 and number eight now we're gonna go to big boy faith we talked uh, you know I've been feeding you milk because I know that's what you get here all the time now I'm gonna give you some meat (laughs) I just heard somebody say that recently I thought oh I'm gonna say that his buddy got up and he said I know you've enjoyed the milk of the word here and stuff over the years everybody's going yeah amen he said but I brought some meat today okay (laughs) we're joking we love we love what's his name anyway we do by the way you should know your pastor when I first got back into the ministry he was the one that called me and asked me to come preach so I may tease him and joke with him but I am humbled before him I appreciate it. I love you too, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Don't forget that. Jesus doesn't forget things like that. Everybody say significant seed. Okay, I, I, I don't... Uh, this isn't for today. Turn to somebody and say, he's not talking about today. He's not talking about today. I don't know if they're receiving an offering. Not, I don't care. Anyway, you know I don't, don't you? Okay. <clears throat> so this isn't today. We felt like the Lord... And he might, you know, this might be not something you want to do. Well, we need to, Colleen and I need to go higher. We need to go higher. I felt like the Lord didn't have a voice, vision, or visitation. I didn't hear anything on the inside. I just had this impression. I told Colleen, I said, we need to exercise our faith, activate our faith, and sow some significant seeds. What's a significant seed? A significant seed is when you sow a seed and you get in your car and you go, what in the world did we do? That's a significant seed. And, and, and I, I like to say this. If the devil didn't mess with you about that seed you sowed, it wasn't big enough. Okay? Okay? And I'm just saying. I'm just saying. See, the blessings are falling on me. Yes, the Lord about it. You do whatever you want to do. I don't care, but I'm just saying. Lord, I'd like to have some significant seed to sow. A seed that isn't something that I can really necessarily afford. Now, I'm not talking about being stupid, but a seed that I'll be thinking about. Sure. I'll be thinking about. See, you can pay your tithes and sow seed, uh, you know, and, 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 and you just do it automatically. And I used to always say it, and I still do. Don't just throw your money in the bucket. You pray over it. Pray over it before you get there. Pray over the tithe before you get there. Pray over it. Believe God for a return on it. Don't do this because you can get automatic about that, and it's still not faith. Significant seed. So we start believing God, open a God account, believing God for some significant seeds. And that's what we've been doing this year. At Different times the Lord would say, I want you to sow a significant seed. Okay? It's just been real good for us. It's just been real good for us. Because the seeds were big enough that every time I think about it, I just get that warm feeling. And I go, thank you, Lord, that I had the money to do that. Now, don't get me wrong. it's not I'm not talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars. Don't misunderstand. You know, the widow's mite was more significant to her than the guy that had all the bucks in town. That's what I'm talking about. So I just want to encourage in that. You know, I don't know what you guys do around here, but, uh, you know, like pastor's birthday or their anniversary or Christmas, things like that. Lord, I want to do something extra special. I like what a friend of ours says. Does what you're doing represent you? Does it represent? Last night's dinners, exactly what I'm talking about. We could have gone to McDonald's. I couldn't care less. that would be fine with me. I, and i mean that i it's fine i don't care they they sowed next time <laughs> we're gonna miss you uh the uh the uh they sowed a significant seed it's something that was meaningful it represented the lord y'all with me our last uh, our last meeting we do in Effingham every year. Y'all follow me on Facebook. You wanna know who I am, what our family, everything. Get on Facebook, go to Ross Roberts or Ross Roberts one on Instagram and, and hang around with me and the kids and then the rest of us, our team and stuff. Find out what we do, who we are and where we're gonna be and that sort of thing. Uh, I've always every year we gave guest ministers a, a treat, you know. Like if your pastor came, we'd have treat. Well Phyllis said, Ross, this just doesn't represent you. A paper bag full of candy and stuff. What do you like to, what do you like? So, and I'm just saying, so this year, we, we bought uh, beach bags, canvas beach bags. And they had a pocket on the outside. And When I was a little boy, I liked to wear a bandana. So I went to the store and got cowboy bandanas. And we stuck that in the pocket. So that was coming out. Then I like, uh, there's a certain notebook I like. What's the name of the notebooks I like? Moleskins, I like moleskins, and so we put a moleskin notebook in each one. What I'm saying is it represented. And then we put in pretzels that you can't buy everywhere and what else? We had, oh we had, we had tangerine cookies, you know the uh, Tara, Tara Webb makes the, ta- they're the best cookies you ever ate in your life. And uh, they had that and so what I'm saying was everything in that bag was significant and represented. I'm just learning in this some of these things myself. But that's what I'm talking about. A significant seed. A significant seed. Everybody say a significant seed. Yes. You pray about it, see what the Lord tells you. Everybody stand up. You pray about it. See what the Lord tells you. It's, it, it's just something we like doing and, and and believe for a good harvest on. Amen. Now, now I'm not talking about today. You understand? People go, wow, he's trying to get I'm not trying to get. I promise you, I love you. I promise you anything I get goes into the, uh, into the ministry account. And so it's, yeah, no, I didn't come for a check. I'd come here and stay a week and do twice a day for nothing just because I like being with you guys. And I really mean that. And that's a hint. We could do a whole week's meeting, you know, twice a day. So Anyway, praise. let's thank the Lord for his word you, and the fellowship of the saints. Lord, we love you and praise you. And thank you, thank you, thank you for what you're doing in everybody's life. Colleen and I are in agreement that they are beginning to walk in a new dimension of supernatural increase and that all of us are going to the next level and we say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you've done so far, all you're doing now and all that you're getting ready to do in every life represented here and we thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a joy to serve you this morning.